Welcome, Impactful Parents. It's time for the Impactful Parenting Podcast, where I give you parenting tips and resources to make you a more impactful parent to your school-age child. I am your host, Christina Campos. Oh, man. My teenager is making bad choices, stupid choices, actually. When are they going to learn? I've tried giving my teen advice, but all they do is roll their eyes and and look the other way. It's like I'm talking to a wall, mistake after mistake. One of these days, their mistake's going to be really bad, and that terrifies me. How can I get my teenager to listen to me? Hello, my name is Christina Campos. I'm founder of The Impactful Parent. And every week I give you parenting videos that are gonna help you in your parenting journey. If you have a particular topic or parenting question about your school-age child that you would like for me to address, please submit it at theimpactfulparent at gmail.com or by messaging me on social media. And all submissions are kept anonymous. Now, most parents are bracing themselves for those teenage years. Those years when you expect rebellion and bad choices. But let me tell you a little unknown secret. Your child doesn't have to rebel. No. Adolescent years are about making uh, discoveries and finding your way and learning about the world in their new experiences. Your child actually doesn't want to rebel against you. But they do want to say in their own life. They want the power to make their own choices. And if you don't allow your child to make their own choices, this is when rebellion rears its ugly head. As children grow older, the exchange of power shifts from parent to child, and the parent will eventually lose total control. Influence is the only thing that remains after the child is old enough to rebel and take care of themselves. Yep, I said it. Parents cannot force their children to do anything that they don't want to do after a certain age. Parents will lose control. Now, the mom or the dad, they may try and make the child's life so miserable that the only desirable choice for the adolescent is to comply. However, in the end, it's still the child's choice to comply. So if influence is the parent's best playing card to having a say in their teenager's life and help them make better decisions, how can parents create the most influence? And this is the golden question. Today, I will tell you how to create that most influence when talking to your child. And stick around to the end because this episode is a must-see for any parent with a school-age child. So let's get started. The other day, I was scrolling through my Instagram, and I stopped on a video of one of my favorite relationship coaches, Matthew Hussey. Matthew helps women get the guy by coaching females in relationship advice. Now, in this episode, Matthew teaches seven powerful people skills to make you stand out. This episode's a little off the beaten path for Matthew's typical advice. Still, as I watched, I thought to myself, this is exactly what parents need to know to make a bigger influence on their teenagers. 
This is the essence of how to get a teenager to listen. So the seven steps that I'm going to be teaching today are not my own. They are Matthew Hussey's seven steps. But I'm going to translate his advice into the parenting world for you today so that you can make a difference in your household. All right. Matthew Hussey's advice number one. Silence is a virtue. Too often, parents don't listen to their kids. They might think that they are listening to their kids, but they're really listening to respond instead of hearing their child's point of view. It's not easy to truly listen. You must sit in silence and allow the other person to talk, resisting the urge to say your two cents until the other person is completely done with their thoughts. Now, most teens don't want to talk to their parents much, but when they do, they have a lot to say. So listen to your teenager. And the only way to do this is to sit in silence. Matthew Hussey's advice number two, fight the urge to interrupt. This piece of advice goes along with the advice of number one, right? How can you listen to your child if you interrupt their train of thought and start talking? You can't. (laughs) You have to let them finish talking before you respond, before you even Open your mouth. Let them get their whole story out. All their feelings, all their concerns, all their ideas. Fight the urge to respond until they have paused for five seconds. Now, five seconds is a long time when you're in the middle of a conversation, but it'll tell you that their thought process is over and they're done. Yeah, that's how long it takes. Now, I'll let you in on another little secret. Even when teens are talking to you, they don't really want your opinion in that moment. Instead, they want to be heard. They want someone to help them, but not make the choices for them. They need someone to tell them that they're going to be okay, that they're on the right track, and that someone cares about what they're doing and what they're going through. Many parents hear their child complaining and immediately want to fix everything. They go into advice mode or say, when I was your age, but stop. You will only just irritate your child. You'll get your opportunity to speak, but that opportunity does not come until after the child has spilled out all they had to say. So Matthew Hussey's advice number three, attack with humility. When it's time for you to speak, parents need to structure their advice to sound like a suggestion and not a command. Teens don't want to be told what to do. (laughs) They want to make their own choices. So if you want your child to listen to you, it's best not to come off as aggressive. Instead, ask your teenager, would you like to hear my point of view or would you like some advice or can I tell you how this sounds from the outside? Then Matthew Hussey recommends 
that you structure your opinion with these words. I'm going to lay out my opinion and you tell me why I'm wrong. I love this suggestion by Matthew because it allows you to express your own feelings and your guidance and still gives the child an opportunity to take your advice or leave it. Also, it even keeps the door open for more conversation and opinions to be discussed. Now the teenager doesn't feel like you're trying to control them. Instead, they feel like you're trying to help. Matthew Hussey's advice number four. Don't be a know-it-all. This is one of the biggest turnoffs for teenagers and the quickest way to get ignored. Teens will even purposefully ignore your advice to prove you wrong if they perceive you as a know-it-all. Besides that, parents, you don't need to know all the answers. It's okay to not know what to do and not to be able to give help. In fact, allowing your child to solve their own problems and learn to navigate tricky waters is a good thing. You are there to support them. And that alone is enough. You don't have to fix everything and know all the answers. Matthew Hussey's advice number five, let your argument wade in before you do. Now, Matthew explains that sometimes when we disagree with what someone says, we immediately jump in and say, I think this. But the truth is, teens may not want to know what you think. Sometimes our job as parents is to add value to the conversation by presenting our teenagers a different perspective or the other side of the story, but not to put forward our own personal bias. Matthew suggests that one of the things that you can say when you disagree with your teen is, I think there's a couple of things worth considering here. And this line is great because it allows your teenagers to be open to what you're about to say because you haven't made them wrong by telling them these other points of view. This is extremely important. And it brings me to his advice number six. So Matthew Hussey's advice number six is argue with the argument, not the person. Because if your teenager thinks that you're attacking their ideas, you will immediately be shut out. They will go into fight or flight mode. And now you might as well be the teacher in Charlie Brown's classroom. Wah, 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 wah. Even if you completely disagree with your teen's perspective, you can't come out and tell them that they are wrong. Don't do that. Instead, Matthew suggests that you say something like, here's my issue with that. You have to make that argument your opponent, meanwhile keeping your child as the ally. This means expressing your opposing opinions in the third person sometimes and not directing opposition at your child. So no wagging fingers or no loud tone or no aggressive words because the bottom line is that your child can't feel 
attacked if you want them to listen to you. And then finally, Matthew Hussey's advice number seven. Don't oversell your point. Matthew's last tip is about your victory. If you do all of the six steps correctly, your teen's going to actually hear you. They might even start nodding and say, geez, thanks, you're right. When this happens, don't boast. <laughs> That's going to revert you back to appearing like a know-it-all, and you don't want that, remember? It will also be your natural reaction to reiterate that aha, amazing moment you saw in your teen's eyes, and don't do that. Repeating what your, what your teen has already heard only annoys them. You don't need to repeat yourself. They already heard you. In fact, saying it only once is much more powerful, and it allows teens to let that idea sink into their heads. They need time to process your new idea and ask questions. And if you start talking again, you aren't allowing them to do that. Now, if you thought today's advice was beneficial, I recommend you follow Matthew Hussey online. You can find him on Instagram at the Matthew Hussey or his website at howtogettheguy.com. His work is brilliant and his niche is helping single women find love and confidence. And if this information was value, valuable for you today, become a more impactful parent by downloading the Impactful Parent app. The Impactful Parent app is free and full of episodes just like this one that's going to help you in your parenting journey. Investing in your family looks like learning the warning signs of certain behaviors so that you could stop things, bad things before they happen, or discovering new parenting techniques that's going to make your parenting more effective. And it's joining a community of like-minded parents that also just want to be the best parent they can for their child. All of this plus so much more can be found inside the Impactful Parent app. So download it today. You got nothing to lose. It's a free parenting resource I have created just for you. So go to theimpactfulparent.com and discover how you can step up your parenting game and be a more impactful parent. But until next time, you got this, parents. I'm just here to help. Thank you for listening today. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, the Impactful Parenting Podcast is an extension of the Impactful Parent community. Go to the Impactful Parent website and download the free Impactful Parent app so you don't miss a parenting tip that can help you and your family. Thanks for listening today. So go to theimpactfulparent.com. And see you next episode.